This week's episode of One Shot is brought to you by Jackbox. Get five hilarious party games in the Jackbox Party Pack from the creators of You Don't Know Jack. Now on Xbox One, PS3, PS4, Steam, and more. Go to jackboxgames.com for more information. Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. We've got a great episode lined up for you this week as we play Urban Shadows, as voted by Heroes Like You on Twitter. Before we get started on that, I wanted to remind everybody that this Thursday will be the premiere of the Modifier podcast. Hosted by Megan Dornbrock, Modifier is going to explore the crunchier side of games, looking at how changes we make to game mechanics affect play. She'll be talking to game designers and avid homebrewers. I'm really excited to have Modifier as part of the network, and I hope all of you heroes give Megan a warm welcome. For any heroes who happen to be in Chicago this Sunday, the One Shot Network is going to be special guests at the Nerdalogs Your Stories event. For those who don't know Your Stories, it's a live event slash podcast where nerds can get together and give monologues based on a theme. Those can be true stories from their lives or short written pieces. I've done Your Stories a couple times and I've had a blast. Kat, myself, and several other members of the One Shot crew will be special guests this Sunday, January 17th at 7 p.m at the Cards Against Humanity Theater at 1917 North Elston Avenue. The show is totally free, so if you are near Chicago, please come by and watch us. It would mean a lot to everyone here. And don't worry, heroes, if you can't make it to Chicago, Your Stories is a podcast. You'll be able to check out our performance when it goes up, and past performances by one-shot performers, along with other nerdy shows at thenerdalogs.com. Before we get to Patreon thank yous, I want to remind heroes that the Paracosm Press party game, designed to help you develop character voices, noisy person cards, is available to print and play for free right now. Kat and I will be kickstarting a full version in 2016, but for now, we want as many people trying and sharing it as possible. Download the game, try it for yourself, and tell a friend. If you're looking for updates, you can sign up for the NPC mailing list at paracosmpress.com slash NPC. That's P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M press dot com slash NPC. And now let's get to some Patreon thank yous. Jacob Olson, thank you. Nathaniel. Thanks, Nathaniel. Thanks, Nathaniel. Christopher Marmo. Thank you so much, Junior. That's Christopher Marmo Jr. Yeah, well, thank you. We can just call him Junior sometimes. Ethan James, thank you. Thank you. Alan G, thank you so much. Thanks, Alan. San Pedersen, thank you. Aaron Olson, thank you so much. Phil Bailey, thank you so much. Aaron Laycook, thank you so much. Ryan Pothering, thank you. Sean. Hi, Sean. Sean Keats, thank you. Hendrick Grothier. Thanks, Hendrick. Bradley, thank you so much. Ryan Adair, thank you. You want to get it right? You want to get it right this time? Heathcock. No, 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 no. That's Heathcock. Patrick Molman, thank you so much. Derek Ellerman. Thank you. Isaac Priestley, thank you. Jude Vias, thank you. Ray Slikinski, thank you so much. Thanks, Ray. Leo Miller, thank you. Tyler Davis. Tyler Davis. Thank you. Thank you. Jim Pearson. Thank you, Jim. Thanks, Jim. 
I want to take a minute to apologize about some audio quality issues with this episode. The gain on the mic I was using was cranked up way too high, so there are plenty of moments throughout this episode where I do some audio peaking. I apologize about that, and I did what I could to clean things up. For the next two weeks, it'll be a little rough, and then when we get on to our new series, that issue will be resolved. Sorry about that. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, heroes, let's meet our players for this week. First up is Patrick Winnegar. Patrick, welcome back to One Shot. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm so glad that you could join us for this. Uh, now, this is one where our audience voted in the game that they wanted to see on Twitter. Yep. And they chose Urban Shadows, which, if I were to describe it in a sentence, is like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or True Blood crossed with The Wire. So there's a lot of seedy crime and corruption mixed with magic and vampires and werewolves and stuff. Uh, so who... Are you going to be playing for us this week? Well, I haven't seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but Great. I have seen The Wire. Great. <laughs> uh, I picked the wizard character, Wesley the Wizard. Uh, he's a 45-year-old man uh, who lives in Albany Park in a bungalow. Uh, and he is the wizard alderman, uh, which is a separate parallel government that exists... <laughs> Uh, outside of the mortal world. So people in Chicago right now who are going to look for their wizard alderman can stop because it's not part of the Chicago government. Right, yes, a completely different part. So he handles just, you know, day-to-day wizard problems, making sure portals to hell get closed, you know, (laughs) making sure all of the astral pathways get paved. Just, you know, basic stuff like that. But he wants to be the wizard magistrate, which is the mayor. The mayor uh, equivalent. The it's mayor not equivalent. so they Common don't call it the mayor. It's not the wizard mayor. It's the wizard magistrate. It's a little different. Uh, great. I'm going to be pretty much exclusively calling it the wizard mayor. But yeah, <laughs> great. Um, so you, so he wants to be wizard mayor and magistrate. Magistrate. Are you a powerful figure in the wizard community? Are you well respected? Like, I mean, about as much as an alderman would be. Uh, okay. In, in our world, so it's a direct parallel to that. So you take a lot of bribes. Uh, I could, uh, you know, he's, he's actually pretty, uh, a pretty good, uh, on the up and up. Okay. Okay. So he's a wax backs type figure. Yeah. He's trying to do what's best, even though, you know, wizards have amazing power and sometimes things go wrong. So, so who knows? And just so people can get a better picture of Wesley physically, uh, you mentioned Wesley had a day job when we were creating the Uh, character. He works at the Bristol Ren Fair. Great. Uh, (laughs) he, uh, works in the gift shop. (laughs) Uh, and has, has worked there for like the past 20 years. So like he's got a pretty decent day job and also, you know, the income from the, uh, wizard alderman, which is still called the alderman. So (laughs) that's the same. Are wizard aldermen paid in like dollars? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say yeah. Okay. I'm going to say yeah. (laughs) Great. They didn't want to establish their own wizarding right. bank. Yeah, system. you know, they tried to do Bitcoin and it just got, <laughs> got real hairy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a lot of those guys. He are makes into that. one Dogecoin a year though. Right. Which, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which That's could be huge someday. Could be huge. One of these days. <laughs> All right. Well uh let's move on to our net. next player. Uh Liz Anderson. Hi. Welcome Hello. back. I'm excited to be here. You're here because the audience demands your presence. I, I don't I feel like that's not true. Uh, I feel like that's incorrect. It's pretty true. You got to read up on the forums. I I follow the I, I'm on the Reddit forum pretty early. Okay. Yeah. I just so everyone on there knows we read that stuff. We're just lurking. <laughs> that's true. We are reading your negative comments and being super catty about them yeah. off mic. Super 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 catty. Uh, Liz, 
Who are you going to be playing for us I'm this week? I'm playing uh, Davis the Spectre. Spectre's a ghost, mm-hmm. so everyone knows. <laughs> uh, Davis uh, lives and died in the Davis Theater. It's a movie theater in, where is it, Wicker Park? No, it's in Lincoln Square. Lincoln Square, Square. yeah. That's the same thing. Cool. Uh, um, and so Davis is kind of early 20s, just got out of college, and the reason that they can't remember their real names, so they just named themselves after the theater, uh, they loved hanging out. Very, like, very kind of the most Lincoln Square person you can think of. Very hipster, very, like, know-it-all, kind of garbagey person. They stay at the theater all the time because they're a big movie nerd. Yeah, and um, this theater, just so the audience can picture, is not a great theater. No. They run, I think the tickets are, like, six dollars mm-hmm. it's super cheap and the seats are some of the worst that i've ever seen they have an open bar though oh no they don't <laughs> not, no not yet oh gosh Davis an open such... bar no not no, open. no 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 that would be great that sounds amazing right. that they sounds great installing a bar. for a six dollar <laughs> ticket are yeah. you kidding me <laughs> i'm gonna live there oh <laughs> uh, yeah and so uh david's just hung out there a lot and the way that Davis died because he's a ghost. Uh, they were they were doing a uh, marathon, a movie marathon of all the extended editions of Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it's like a twelve hour. I like think it's a, even longer. I, than I think that. it's four extended. I think it goes to fourteen hours, Jeez. something like that. Yeah, wow. it's, it's it's a lot. So. Davis was there just the whole time. Didn't drink water, didn't hydrate, never got up to pee. And then in the middle of the first 15 minutes of ROTK, Return of the King, Davis got shot. (laughs) (laughs) So... Don't know. Don't know who, don't know who shot me. Great. Uh, finished the movie. And it was only after the movie was done that I I got up and realized, oh, wait. Oh, I'm a ghost. Well, and so I've just been sitting in the theater kind of working there and, um, uh, yeah, that's uh, great. So, uh, so you're just sitting in the theater working. What, what, what does Davis do as a ghost? What is, uh, well, being, once I realized I was a ghost, I have joined the underground. I've joined some of the darker elements of the city. I've begun pirating movies, mm-hmm. uh, as, Per usual, like it's really easy for a ghost to record things on a camcorder and then upload it onto the internet. I part of me is just loving the fact that that Davis considers that the darker elements of the city is like I'm pirating movies now, man. You don't know me anymore. My parents don't even understand, man. And uh, we kid a little bit about Davis's darkness, but what I've been doing, it, the business has been growing a lot, and I can't keep pace with all the new releases. The film that's a renaissance of film. Uh, and it only comes to the Davis Theater, like, only two or three of the main releases exactly. come to the theater at all. <laughs> right. I, I, like, I can't get down to the AMC. I'm a ghost. Uh, <laughs> so I've been on the down low murdering people to create a ghost army of movie <laughs> pirators. <laughs> so Great. It's a good business plan. It's good. It's, it works out for me. Great. Uh, well, and that brings us to our final player for this week, Allie Barthwell. Oh, hello. Woo! Hello, America. Allie, thank you so much for coming back to One oh, Shot. Great. I'm hoping to keep appearing and finally get a mug. A uh, One Shot mug. A One Shot mug. After 10 appearances, I get a mug. We will promise it to you. Uh, I, I, I know JPC has done more than 10. We <laughs> definitely haven't got him in a mug, but that Overshare mug does the exist. Overshare mug exists. I'm, it's I'm not in Chicago it. right no. now, but we'll, we're definitely unprepared to promise that to you. Fantastic. Um, I'm prepared to make promises. <laughs> Allie, who are you going to be playing for us this week? Today I'm playing Maximus the Oracle. 
And she's an oracle that lives in Avondale, and she sublets the basement from a very nice family. And she can see the future, and she has visions. Sometimes they're complete, sometimes they're not. Uh, but what she's been doing is using those visions, and people will come to her, and she will see visions about their future and about their loved ones. And if she sees that someone's loved one is about to engage in some something bad, maybe they're going to cheat on them or steal from them, uh, Maximus will send out her muscle, which is her boyfriend, Tom, to go and beat up these people or ensure that order is maintained. But lately, Maximus has been haunted by a vision of something terrible happening in Grant Park. And there's just a lot of evil surrounding that area, and she doesn't know Mm. what to do. Okay, cool. So, like, this is real serious end of the world Real bad, like, really bad could wipe everybody and everything off the map. And that it's all going to come to a head in Grant Park or it's starting in Grant Park and spreading but there's just something evil is going to happen there. She doesn't know. All right. I'm going to need a physical description on your character and your character's boyfriend, Tom. Okay. Well, Maximus has uh, long dreadlocks that she winds into a big bun. Yeah. And uh, she wears lots of purple because it's like a very spiritual color and mm-hmm. helps connect her to her crystals and everything. And she has lots <laughs> of... She carries, like, a little satchel with, like, runes and stuff in mm-hmm. it and charms. Of course. And uh, her boyfriend, Tom, it's short for Tomas. <laughs> Tomas. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite variation on Tom. Yeah. So that's perfect. And uh, he's a buff Puerto Rican dude, but he's kind of mm. short. He's buff, but he's just kind of short. He's a mini Hulk. Yeah, he's a little mini Hulk. Great. Mm. All right. So with that, I believe we are ready to begin. First, we see shots of Chicago. This is B-roll shots at night. You know, uh, those wet looking steamy streets, long dark shadows, figures lurking around corners, really setting us in the mood of this. There are a couple shots of like uh, City Hall. It's looking dirtier and more disgusting than City Hall normally does in mm-hmm. Chicago. Um, and and finally, Grant Park, we see we see the water fountain uh, with like a little bit of like dark lightning, like sparking around it uh, before we reach the office of Wesley, the wizard alderman. What does Wesley's office look like? Well, let's run out of his house, uh, which you're allowed to do as a wizard alderman. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the basement. Uh, of his house, uh, which is actually pretty extensive because that's where his uh, sanctum is. Mm-hmm. So he's got a door that's closed off uh, that leads to the rest of the basement. And this is like kind of a little entryway. You got a little, uh, you know, map of Chicago, map of the ward. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, like a bunch of yeah, like crystal balls and shit all over the desk <laughs> instead of, you know, the regular balls of candy. Just loose crystal balls. <laughs> crystal, crystal, balls. crystal balls hanging out. A bowl full of crystal balls. It looks right. like marbles. Just rolling around. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a nice serviceable wooden desk uh, and a couple comfy chairs in front of it in case uh, anyone needs to come in with a complaint or, or something that they need done. Uh, perfect. You... Uh, like there's a knock on your door as you are sitting back doing whatever it is Wesley does in his downtime. Oh, you know, just going over the budget. Oh, of course. Yeah. The <laughs> wizard budget. The wizard budget. The wizard budget. For yeah. dollars. In right. dollars. Yeah. In dollars. <laughs> Not Bitcoin. Not Bitcoin. No, we tried that. It, it, it was a failure. Come in. 
The door opens. It is a man in a bright blue suit uh, covered in moons and stars. Um, right, yeah. He has his <laughs> yeah, hair right. pulled back into like a fluffy white ponytail. Um, yeah, that also sounds spot on. And of course, he's got a full beard right, going. Of course. Uh, he steps into the office and like very coolly, casually looks around um, your office. Uh, you can have a seat. Oh, don't worry, Mr. Wesley. I won't be taking up too much of your time. Oh, well, that's fine. What, what can I do for you? Oh, I just represent an investment firm. Uh, we want to open a few portals that I'd like to run by you. Okay, well, look, that's... Look, there's a lot of paperwork we have to do for that, you know. You gotta get licensing. I... You gotta go through the city, too. You can't just go through me. Mr... You gotta get to the magistrate for that. Mr. Wesley, I am prepared with all the proper paperwork. He puts a briefcase on your desk and opens it up. Uh, there is a laughably small amount of $100 bills in the center <laughs> of the briefcase. <laughs> Look, how poor do you think I am? That's $10,000, Mr. Wesley. It doesn't look very impressive when it's all out in $100 bills. <laughs> you didn't think about that, did you? Uh, you, meant, you meant to get a bunch of 10s or 20s and... Uh, you know, I they said give him $10,000 cash. That's a stack of about, you know, maybe... Two inches high, if that. <laughs> it's still a lot of money. Right, yeah. It's still me. It's a decent chunk of money, but you know what these <laughs> portals can do? I mean, do you know, I have to make an entire, like, environmental impact report, okay? I uh, absolutely. For every single portal. It's already maybe 20 hours of work per environmental impact report. Like, I'm, I'm going to be losing money on that. Let me tell you what these portals do, Mr. Wesley. Oh, I know what they do. They allow business to continue. Right now, there are a lot of souls moving in and out of our world. Right, I know. And if we want those souls to keep moving, we got to have more portals. Now, you can be part of the solution. And then he closes the briefcase. Or you can be part of the problem. Solutions make money, Mr. Wesley. Well, look, these portals can do some serious damage, all right? There's a reason why we have these regulations, all right? And what, what was your name again? My name? I'm <laughs> Kazoodle. <laughs> well, yeah, that sounds about right. The Wizard of the Mountain. Okay. Oh, Wizard of the Mountain? There's no mountains around here. Where the hell are you coming from? You're coming here into my city. Trying to open up portals to God knows where. They're head to hell. They're just to hell. Oh, it's a standard. Okay, look, we already have enough portals to hell. to hell in this ward. All right. My investors would like to see a few more hell pits in your ward. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's just a few more hell pits. This and then what? Initial right? investment. It's just a. It's a. It's a toehold of whoever your investors are. I don't even know who these people are. What are they? Demons? Is this demon money you're trying to give me? Mr. Wesley, I wouldn't come into your office offering you demon money. Well, yeah, because you can't spend it here. It has to be legal tender. It's all legal tender. It would be off the books, which is good. I hear Wizard Aldermaning doesn't pay as much as it used to. Uh, no, I mean, I, I my plumbing's kind of broke. I, I, I do need to make some repairs to my sanctum, but... How about this, Mr. Wesley? I'll leave this briefcase here, and if you need to get in contact with me, you just prick your finger, 
write it out, <laughs> write out on the wall in the shape of a fox. Why is it always in blood with you? <laughs> all the all you hell portal people, it always has to be in blood. Mister Wesley, it is simply the most convenient way to okay. communicate. All right, well, look, I, I don't need this money. All right. Well, I mean, I need it, but I can't take it. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. He picks his way to the door. You know, Mr. Wesley, if uh, you're not willing to it's play Mr. ball... It's Mr. Mullins, by the way. Wesley's my first name. Mr. Mullins. Alder- Alderman Mullins. Alderman Mullins. If the you're... Magnificent. <laughs> the Magnificent Mr. Mullins. If you're not willing to play ball, there are other people who will. He opens the door by twirling his fingers around in the air. Uh, you can, there's a knob. You walks, can use the knob. <laughs> walks out of the room. The door shuts behind him. Uh, we're going to cut over to Maximus, the Oracle. Yes. You are out on a case. Yes. Right now. Uh, what, where are you? Right now, I'm in Wicker Park and I'm tracking a woman's husband because I had an image of him underneath a mermaid. And so usually I know that means that he has fathered an illegitimate child. That's what, Ooh. that's what it, so I'm tracking him to see if he maybe goes and visits. What does this guy look like? He's a real River North douchebag. So he like <laughs> looks really out of place in Wicker Park. And right now he's in like an artisan cheese shop. Mm-hmm. And he's just a oh, classic River North douchebag. And so I'm trying to stay kind of out of his. His periphery. He picks up an expensive cheese, um, pays for it, walks out the front and like looks around to try and make sure that he's not being followed. Obviously, it's not working on you. Uh, he continues down the street a little bit, uh, to a coffee shop. Um, he, and you see him go in the front and there, in the front of the coffee shop is a very artsy looking white woman. Uh, she's got like crazy fucking glasses on and she's wearing a crop top with like midriff showing. It makes no sense and it doesn't fit very well. Her pants are wasted up to the bottom of her ribs. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she kisses him and he gives her an expensive piece of cheese they're talking right now, and it looks like they're having a heated, intense discussion. And at that moment, I have another vision mm-hmm. where I see the coffee shop shaking. Ooh. And I can feel there's some sort of disturbance happening that may that I don't believe is linked to them. So something else is going on in the Ooh. coffee shop. What's the matter, babe? No, wait a minute. He's Puerto Rican. I will not do that <laughs> accent. I will not. What's the matter? I Something's wrong. Something I can do something about? No, I... We have to get out of here. Do I gotta go punch that guy? You could go punch that guy, but don't punch that guy. Okay. I don't want you to punch that guy right now. No, we have to... We have to tell everyone to leave. To leave the coffee shop? Yes. Everyone has to get out of the coffee That's shop. That's Wicker Park. There are people in there who would rather die. I understand that, but they're gonna have to get their pour-over single-origin coffee somewhere else, babe. Tomas takes a deep breath and he looks to the rosary that he has like <laughs> strung around his wrist. Uh, he squeezes it for support. 
Uh, he blesses himself and then gets up out of the car and does like this little jog across the street. Tomas might be, you know, of Puerto Rican descent, but he also grew up in like an upper middle class neighborhood in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So he does the little white person jog of going across the street. Yeah, from Glen both Ellen. Ways. <laughs> yeah, he is absolutely from Glen yeah. Ellen. Uh, he walks into the coffee shop, uh, he, you, you see him say something and a lot of people get up from their seats in disgust and start getting out of the coffee shop. Oh, gracious. And then like Ubers start lining up immediately taking people away. Um, so now that the coffee shop is mostly empty, I have to go in and investigate because I think there might be an object in there that shouldn't be in there. Okay. Uh so you go in and you see uh the owner of the coffee shop yelling at Tomas. What the hell man? You can't just come in here and say that we're not fair trade cuz we're fair trade. We're okay. Trade. We're fair trade. We're fair trade. Okay, let's listen. Has anyone been in here lately and they've left something? Do you have a lost and found? Yeah, we've got a lost and found. Okay, let me see your lost and found. Uh, I left my iPhone 6s phone charger. Okay, well, you're going to have to sort through because there are a lot of those. All right, mine's the one with the fixed gear bicycle decal. <laughs> well, there are three of those. Okay, so. fine, just let me look. <laughs> he pulls out uh, a milk crate. Uh, you know, it's got a lot of flannel uh, in it. Uh, it's got a lot of knitted goods from Etsy and <laughs> a big pile of iPhone 6s chargers, um, <laughs> some of them with decals. Uh but also it has at the bottom of it uh what looks like a bizarre silver amulet uh with intricate snake patterns and human teeth. Yep, that's the thing I'm looking for. I'm looking for that thing. It look like that's a, charger, a 6S yeah. charger? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have a fixed gear bicycle decal on it. It's one of those like charge it's like a charging pad. You know, like it's oh. one of those wireless charging pads. Okay, well, I've still got a bone to pick with you. Hey, man, if you've got a bone to pick with me, then you're in trouble. Okay, guys. All right, back up. I I, I have to convince them to stop fighting because they're trying yeah. to fight with each other. Yeah, you like, I mean, it's really all it takes is a meaningful look from you for Tomas to back down. He knows where to pick his battles. Hey, is this where the open mic is? Is this where the open yeah, mic is? Yeah, this is where us. the open mic. Are you here to read poetry? Yeah. It seems like you, everyone cleared out, though. Is this where the open mic is? This is where the open mic is supposed to be. All right. We should... Should I... Do we... Can I put my guitar down? Should I go? Should... I've got, like, two pieces uh, wait, that I want wait. to read. Yeah. Yeah? Does your first name start with a B? Yeah. That's crazy. How did you know? Her guitar has Bethany printed on the side. That's crazy. How did you know that? Is it Bethany? What? How did you? Bethany, Bethany, I need you to, I need you to listen to me. Okay. I need you to listen to me. That's crazy. Listen to me. I have very important information about your future. Okay. Okay. The world does not need more white folk singer songwriters. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't need them. This isn't going to work for you. Okay? Okay. You'd be better off learning a trade. Okay. Maybe go to nursing school. The All world right. needs more nurses. You you're <gasps> you're gonna be a nurse. What? You're gonna be a nurse. I'm Bethany, gonna be a nurse. Get as far away as you can from this open mic and go be a nurse. <laughs> okay. Go now. Alright, I'll go to Chamberlain. Thanks. <laughs> 
But I, <laughs> I didn't. That wasn't actually the future. That was just like a true fact about open mic people. Babe, I love it when you tell white people their place. <laughs> uh, I, I need to do a psychometry on this on this amulet. With absolutely. The uh, so to do a psychometry, you are going to roll your spirit. So you'll okay. take two of those dice in the middle of the table. Uh, so that is a five that you rolled. Uh, what is your the value of your spirit? That is two. Two. Okay. So you got a seven, which is a partial success. So I'm going to okay. need to take a look at your paper and see what that allows you to do. I get to, to ask do. one question. You get to ask one this, of those questions. Cool. About this object. Okay. What secrets or mysteries has this object been privy to? Holding the object in your hand, you see a vision. Uh, these are dark silhouetted bodies. All you can see are their mouths and teeth moving, whispering many words. You can barely make them out. You hear lucrative Grant Park business uh. portals. Alderman. And like Oh no. The 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 whispers What what's the matter? I I had a vision about local government and capitalism. <laughs> Tomas flips a table in disgust. Honey, I know you hate capitalism. We have we have to get we have to get out of here. I we have to take the object with us and we have to get out of here and we have to find an alderman. Okay, okay, let, let's get going. Uh, you guys disappear out the coffee shop. The, the coffee shop owner's like, ugh. Uh, <laughs> that's what he does. Ugh. <laughs> that's the m- most rage he can summon. And we cut over to the Davis Theater. Mm-hmm. Yes. What, what is, uh, Davis the Ghost doing? Uh, I am talking to a very disinterested middle aged woman who is about to go into a showing of The Revenant. One of the things that I died with, so I've everything that was in my pockets and in my bag is I have spiritual versions of that is a guide to the movies of 1997. <laughs> uh, so I've just been getting into the this, golden age of cinema. Yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> same, the same argument for years and years and years about uh, about Titanic. And about how it's really underappreciated. People just think it's a blockbuster, but it was really... James Cameron is a real visionary in the way cinema is treated these days and how we approach our films. And this poor woman has been talking to me for at least a good 30 minutes. And one of my powers is that I won't be ignored. So (laughs) I keep on going through walls trying to talk her into this because she said that... I've uh, really got to feed my baby at home. Oh, but... Okay... Just think about, just think about this. Prior to the, prior to this, practical effects as far as something of that scale had never been used before. People spent days and days in that pool. Uh-huh. You gotta listen to me. I mean, that's, the, that's really interesting. My baby is, I shouldn't or, even be here but, now. And then, see, he took all of these, uh, these things that he learned and applied them to Avatar. And I know, oh, Star Wars is gonna be making more, more money than Avatar, but listen, you've got to look at Avatar from a more spiritual perspective, what it means to be a film. At this point, one of the employees at the Davis Theater goes over to the woman who, from his perspective, is just staring at the wall and has been for hours. (laughs) Um, ma'am, uh, 
we're going to have to ask you to leave or pay for another ticket because, you know, we can't, we can't have you just standing here. You've already upset a lot so of our customers. So let me talk to you about Billy Zane. Billy Zane <laughs> really deserves a lot more credit than he has ever gotten for his work in that film. Being a... So right now the employee is trying to pull on her arm and she is forcibly fighting him to stay there because she is locked in your tractor beam of Billy Zane information. <laughs> as you start talking about the Phantom... So, uh, so uh, we, we, if you're, if you're looking at him from the perspective of say, uh, 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 you know, huh, he was just an actor. No, he's not just an actor. He represents capitalism in this film. Capitalism is the real enemy in Titanic. You know, uh, ma'am, ma'am, can you, uh, can so you your answer? focus is broken a little bit by a small tremor in the ground uh, like you see a lot of the stuff rattle uh, some of the candy rattles around in oh. its display case okay. that's enough to break your hold on her she uh, <laughs> sees the employee like tugging and fighting on her she screams and runs right out the door that's that's the second time this week I really got to talk to the manager about letting crazy people into the theater oh well Back to my job. And he, the, the employee goes back to like straighten up the displays that rumbles a little bit. And you're, you're left there, uh, standing post your big Billy Zane opus. <sighs> I guess I'll watch Hateful Eight again. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, you go in to watch Hateful Eight. Uh, it's already mid progress. So it's at the intermission. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like there, there are a lot of people in there, uh, like looking back and forth uncomfortably to each other, like, wow, the N-word is in that movie a lot. Just like, <laughs> more than a little. Um, and there's, there's a lot of, you know, excited discussion about, you know, seeing it on the 70 millimeter or whatever the scale is. I actually well, don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> You are sitting at your normal place in the back of – you go to your normal place in the back of the theater. Mm-hmm. The um, place where I died. The place where you died. Mm-hmm. And you see there is somebody sitting there uh, in that chair. Uh, they've got <laughs> very pale skin, slicked back hair, uh, and there's like the faint smell of brimstone in the air. Sir, uh, could you could – you, could you move, please? Could you, could you get out of there? I'm not a – Oh, I'm afraid that trick won't work on me, spirit. All right. Okay. Cool. Well, um, if you are, uh, listen, I, what do you want? What do you want, dude? I'm here because I hear you deal in movies. Yeah. I, I dabble. I, uh, I'm a buff, if you will. A buff. I don't see what, I don't see if that's a crime. No crime there. No accusations from me. I'm just looking for a rare picture. Oh. You're looking for something that's not in theaters anymore, huh? Yes. But hasn't been released, huh? I'm looking for a very specific cut. All right. A rare cut of a popular film. I could could possibly help you out or find someone who can because that is... Pro- not what I do. Wink. Do you have an office? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's behind the... Uh, I'm going to need to hold your hand. Uh, if that's okay. He reaches out his hand delicately and offers it to you. You see it's covered in several ruby rings. 
You get those out of a out of a gumball machine. I have my ways. Do you you got you bought gumballs out of the gumball machine? Was that the way that you got them? He just has a sort of sinister snicker as they adjust the sunglasses on their face. Um, Why are you wearing sunglasses inside? Are you? Can you? Are you, are you Why don't we continue okay. this right, discussion okay. in your I don't know. office? Anyway, uh, so I grab like the tips of his fingers very <laughs> de- delicately, like we're uh, about to dance, and then I disappear us to behind the screen. That's mm. where my office is. So yeah, uh, while the uh, intermission overture plays mm-hmm. uh, for Hateful Eight, you are in your office. What 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 does your office look like? It's How just you racks and it? racks of DVDs. Uh, pirated DVDs of every movie that's ever been played at the theater starting from, I want to say, 2009 all the way through now. And they're uh, also copied into Blu-ray, really high quality, VHS for anyone who wants it. It's just racks and racks. It's like a huge library that I there's a sliding uh, ladder on either way. And I don't have a desk or anything because I can't touch things. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. So, uh, what are you looking for, dude? What are you looking for? I've got pretty much anything you you could want. Rumor has it in the proper circles that there's a three-hour cut of Boogie Nights. <gasps> Being the ultimate expert of 1997 cinema. So we got a PTA fan here, do we? Ho, ho, ho. Listen, man. If you want those kind of cuts, I'm going to have to raise my price a little bit. I I didn't realize I had a connoisseur. I think you'll find that my investor is willing to pay any price. $35.99. That's that's a that's a good price. That's a reasonable price for uh, for our, for an extended cut of Boogie, Boogie Nights. Were you looking for something else? It's something more complicated than that. Uh, this particular cut, uh, as you like, pull out the DVD, uh, it leaps out of your hands, mm-hmm. jumps into the air, and slowly floats towards him. It says that this is the cut where Luis Guzman is sacrificed in the middle of the film to a higher power propelling his Impressive career ever since. Uh, he, he, like, the DVD comes out and starts floating atop his fingers and catches <laughs> fire. Is that a director's cut? Or... <laughs> I haven't seen that. But who am I? He is a visionary. I, I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, the, By the way, don't burn it! Put that out! Put that out! Put that out! Put it out! It snaps closed, like the DVD case snaps closed, and it like it's 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 fine in your hands. And he hands you exact change, just in quarters, thirty-five in quarters. In quarters. In qu- well, they like spring up out of his hands and spill onto the floor. <laughs> Take your coin. Uh, I I I can't. Touch it. Can you just put it on the ground because I can't touch it? I'm a ghost. Uh, they fall on the ground and they're all sitting on the rim of the coin, just <laughs> standing up in the air. Oh, oh god. Uh, is, the, is that it? You... He, he snatches the DVD from you. If my employer has need of any more materials, we'll meet again. 
as long as you don't burn it. Oh, trust me. I mean, in the re- in the physical sense, because I burn. I <laughs> please leave. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's in good hands. Uh, be sure not to mention I was here to anyone walks back through the screen and like you can see uh it, it appears for a second that the screen is burning away and then there's just that faint scent of brimstone hanging in the air <gasps> took my fucking dvd <laughs> well back to the movie <laughs> <laughs> uh so we'll, we'll cut back uh to maximus yes uh, where where are you pulling up outside of right now we're outside city hall because I think that's where I got to go to find an alderman. And so I'm just going to find an alderman. I'm going in, and so I'm right at the front desk at City Hall. And I'm just like, can I? Hi there. Oh, you two look like protesters. Hello, hi. Yup, the protesters are meeting right out there. You just stay out there, and you keep doing your protesting. And I'm sorry, ma'am. No, uh, I need to speak to an alderman. Okay, well, yep, there, I'm sure, right out there. We just uh, can't have you people coming in here and ruining City Hall, so if okay. you just wouldn't mind. Um, I need to speak to an alderman. Uh, and uh, with this, this point is punctuated by Tomas uh, pounding a fist down on his desk, uh, on the desk. Uh, he gives her a very meaningful look. Okay. I'll be calling an alderman right over to you. Uh, she, she's like jamming a silent alarm at oh, the no. bottom of the uh, desk. Wait, I gotta do a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna persuade an NPC. Heck yeah. So for that, you're going to make a roll, and I believe you're adding your, it's not mind. Heart? Yes, okay. it's heart. So what do I do? Uh, so you roll those 2d6 and okay. add your heart to the roll. Oh, gosh. I got, what was that? Eight? So, so yeah, you rolled an eight, which is pretty good. And what is your heart? Zero. Your heart is zero. Okay. So eight. So eight. Okay. So on seven to a nine, they modify the terms or demand a death. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are you saying to her? I'm saying I need to get into an office with an alderman. Right now, or something very bad is going to happen to the city. Uh, and like, you make this, uh, moment of connection with her where you sort of convey the danger. You right. put her in your emotional place. She feels that she freezes up. Oh, okay. Just don't tell anyone that I sent you up. Okay. Okay. And get me a Pepsi on your way down. From, from a vending machine? Or yes, is there from like a, a vending is there a machine. Fountain? Would you prefer a fountain? A fountain of Pepsi? No, not like a fountain of Pepsi, but like a fountain <laughs> Pepsi. Like, from a, like is there a cafeteria? That, would you prefer that or really you want out of the vending machine? A vending machine is just fine. a bottle or a can? Bottle, please. Okay. If they have cans, do you still want cans? I'll take a can if they have cans. It just fizzes up so much. Do you want a straw? I'll get, you know what? I'll get you a straw. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> she cancels the silent alarm. Can and you do that? Can you cancel an alarm that's already been alarmed? This is fiction. <laughs> <laughs> she can. I, Physics of alarms don't. If you read the chapter on getting shot in this book, <laughs> I'm sure we could cancel a silent alarm. <laughs> 
So I guess as security swarms over to her desk, uh, you stroll past and you get in an elevator. It appears to be a normal elevator, but you want to see a magic alderman, right? Well, I don't know that yet. Oh, okay. So you're just I, seeing a regular alderman. I just alderman. need to see a regular alderman. <laughs> I don't know that Any yet. Any alderman. Any alderman will do. <laughs> yeah. I All I know is that something is going to happen in the city and I'm not, you know, I'm not sure what else is out there. What ward is Grant Park in? I think the second or first. Mm, not sure. I think that's Alderman Fioretti. Or not Fioretti. Is um, he in charge of it? Because that seems like that would be a lot for one Alderman. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe well, it's Brendan Riley. Dear Alderman Brendan Riley, how's your park? Joe Moreno. Joe Moreno. Okay. okay. Oh, man, 97 was a good one. It was, uh, the Anaconda came out that year? <laughs> Hercules, Face Off, Men in Black, Con Oh, yeah, Men in Black came out that year. Yep. The Fifth Element, The Lost World of Jurassic Park. Yeah. That's a good one. Anyway. Uh, so <laughs> you you head up to Joe Moreno's office. Uh <laughs> You see a man, uh, like you, you get outside the office, there are a lot of, you know, uh, pages and interns, you know, r- running back and forth, carrying papers, yelling on cell phones. Uh, you can see he is hard at work at his desk, moving paper from one pile into another pile and shaking mm. his head. You know, politics. <laughs> you know, alderman stuff. Alderman stuff. Whatever they do. And you are in this office amongst all this busyness. Uh, people aren't paying too much attention to you. Yep. Uh, so I walk in and I slam down the amulet on his desk. Uh, he looks up from his paperwork. Hello. Touch this. He reaches out hesitantly. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Who are you? Touch this. <laughs> are you trying to Convince him to touch it. For that, I'm going to call uh-huh. for you to make another roll. Okay. What do I roll two of them? Uh, so, yeah, the, 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 you roll the 2d6. Um, for this, it's probably negotiate with an NPC. Um, I Let me see if there's anything else that it could be. Uh, you could also mislead, distract, or trick him into touching it, too. I'm going to trick him. Cool. Oh, fuck. Okay, that's four. And then what do I add? Uh, so four, you would be adding your uh, blood to that. Damn it, zero. So that is that is a failure. So you're attempting to trick him in this moment. How does that how does that go wrong for you? How do you picture that you were tricking him in the first place? <laughs> I was gonna take it away mm-hmm. and then hide it in my hand and then go to shake his hand so that he would touch it when he. Right. To shake my like hand. a buzzer. Like a buzzer. <laughs> like I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you like pick it up and then you offer a hand to him? Yeah. Hey, what are you doing here? Who let you in here? Did Carol let you in here? Did she ask you for a Pepsi? Carol was not at the desk. There was another woman. Carol was not at, at her the desk. desk. There was another woman at the desk. Her mm-hmm. name her name started with a B. Betty was yes, it Betty. Yes, it was Betty. It was Betty. <laughs> Betty was at the desk. Betty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Betty was at the desk. So Betty let me up here. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about getting a Pepsi for for Carol. I don't know anything about that. Okay. Okay. What well, you need to leave. You need no, to leave. No, sir. I don't need to leave. What I have to tell you is very important. <sighs> You're here. So go ahead. Something bad is gonna happen. 
Are you threatening me? I'm not threatening. Are you threatening Chicago? I'm not threatening Chicago. Are you one of those protesters? No, I'm not one of the protesters. Damn it, I just have slight dislike slouchy sweaters. Okay. Okay. Something bad is going to happen to Chicago, and it has to do with energy and spirits. Spirits. Yes. I'm going to have to ask you to leave, ma'am. I am going to have to ask you to reconsider. Uh, as when, <laughs> and you say that Tomas steps forward. Listen, man! He swipes everything off of his desk. <laughs> Papers fly everywhere. Everyone in the <gasps> office like stops what they're doing and looks. <gasps> I'm going to have to clean that up. <gasps> you got to listen to her. She's going to save this city. You understand me? <gasps> he looks frozen with fear. And then security jumps on Tomas. They're like, looks like they're trying to. Oh no! What do you do? Oh gosh! I'm not a strong woman. So, (laughs) not a strong. So you have the ability to escape. You could try persuading an NPC again. For that, you would probably have a negative based on the situation. You could try misleading or distract. You could keep your cool. You could let it out and manifest a new power. Oh, I'm gonna do that. All right. Okay, I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna let it out, but I have a conduit on my oracle moves. Mm-hmm. Advance, let it out for all characters in your presence, including yourself. Ooh. So I can help my let it out. Cool. Okay. So what do I do? Let me read that conduit real quick. I'll it see. just says advance it. Yeah. Know. So you're gonna be rolling your spirit. Okay. Um. So that's two d six plus two. And see what you get. Okay. Oh, I got five. Plus two, seven. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that comes to seven. And now I just need to read Let It Out real quick. Let it all out. Okay, so Let It Out. So you will uh, mark one mark of corruption oh, for no. yourself. However, you can frighten, intimidate, or impress your opposition. I wanna, I wanna frighten them. How does it manifest? Cause these are your dark oracle powers, okay. like being drawn forth from the core of your being and being used to frighten these mortals. So at that moment, I close my eyes and when I open them, they're just jet black. Like I have black marbles mm-hmm. in my eye sockets. And suddenly a voice comes from within me that's speaking my vision. So it's, it yes. fills the room. With sound as I go. The lights dim. The lights all dim and everything shaking. And I'm like, a dark cloud will rise over the city. (gasps) And then I faint. Uh, When you faint, Tomas catches you as he's the only one prepared for this. And you two bolt out of the building. Yep. um, Having uh, frightened away the security officers. Uh, so with that, uh, we are going to cut over to, you know, somebody, oh, the, what's the debt situation between Davis and Wesley? Uh, you, uh, Wesley owes me a debt because I'm kind of, I'm not going to say bodyguard, right? That's- well, I have a portal 
in my sanctum. Right, it came right. with a house. All right, it was just there when I moved in. But some bad stuff uh, comes out of it, and only someone from the spirit world is able to help me like keep them at bay. So we cut over to Wesley's office, uh, right in front of the portal. David, you are Davis is in the room mm-hmm. with uh, Wesley, and you're doing whatever it is you do that keeps the uh, portal at bay. Uh, I've been I- I'm just using duct tape. listen man you gotta stop beating this thing up it's not gonna it's gonna keep on ripping if you keep on summoning things without proper proper protection well look it 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 keeps leaking you got it you need a professional to get in here i i just need it to turn on when i turn it on it's but it keeps (laughs) it keeps leaking in the middle of the night it wakes me up it it unleashes god knows what then pay someone to fix it if you're gonna keep on doing it i'll pay you listen i'm not a professional i don't know all i know is how to duct tape this thing up and then do a few spiritual charms and that's it I mean, God, no dude. offense to ghosts. But- <laughs> okay, 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 let's go. Let continue. <laughs> Look, our wizards and ghosts don't really have the best relationship in this city. It's hard to find a contractor. Uh, look, I just because you got one up on me. Look, for- I trust you. I trust you, Davis. And you've you've done a pretty good job so far. I mean, no! oh god, there is like a hand. This get, is get, what I'm get, talking get, about. Get, get, this get, is what get, I'm talking get, about. Get, get back, back, back. The get, hand back, like gets beaten back, back into it. See, they never listen to me. They never the listen to me. They listen to you. Well, that's because they're. I I kind of know them. Right. I kind of know them. Exactly. I sent them there. You know. I I I'm not saying I don't appreciate having someone to talk to sometimes, but I. You just sometimes you gotta invest in good work. Well, you know, I don't really have the money right now. All right, the ever since the wizard people stopped, wizard? stopped paying, well, you know the, the 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 government, the magistrate. I know the you magistrate. know where, where I get my other paycheck. Yeah, from. he's closing all of the wizard schools. Right. I know, There's I got a it. A bit of a like silence in the room is like the briefcase is significantly in the shot, and then it resumes. Oh, to so your, he left it here. Yeah, he oh, left okay. it on the desk. All right. Well, yeah. No one would ever judge you for you know. It's taking a little bit off All the right. top. Well, look, I just you don't want uh like a manticore coming out and eating you in the middle of the night. Right. You don't want that. Yeah. Well, if I don't keep this closed, bad things would happen. I guess so. Here, I'll I'll just pay you with this. I don't have any other money. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you open up to, again, a just cartoonishly small amount of money. Okay, so that looks a lot bigger than it actually is. Um, that's $10,000. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Where'd, um, you, where'd you get that kind of money, dude? Uh, I, I, I just found it here. Just, you I'm going to have in your you own take office? a mark of corruption. All right. <laughs> that's the definition of he corruption. He has literally been corrupted. Corruption. But that also means that you get uh, one of your corruption powers too, and okay. as as oh, do, do I you, get to pick yeah, one? you get to pick okay. one. All right, so I pick one of these. Yeah, 
We all do? Uh, just yeah. these two. They've one. both uh, succumbed to a little bit of corruption so far. Mm-hmm. He's handed the money over to you, Davis. I uh, can't hold it. I keep on telling you I cannot hold this. Oh. There's <laughs> just, no way for me. Right. Right. Stop, so putting, how, it, how can stop I, putting it in my hands. How can I get this just to you? Just PayPal, dude. Just deposit it and PayPal to me. I don't know if I can deposit this. Uh, it's cash. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay, yeah. All right. Just I'll... I'll I'll tell you I'll, what. I'll take your word for I'll it. I'll do it in installments. Uh, just, you know, please help me keep this portal closed for, All like, right. the next year. Yeah, the next year, the next yeah. year? You so want to do a payment plan, or do I'll you want to... Okay, okay. All right, so I'm going to start doing some actual charms to seal the thing up. Uh, oh, thank God. Yeah. Like I said, this came with a house. I don't know... I, I don't know who what, lived here. What yeah. does... So, uh, for this, you're going to need to make some sort of move. Yeah. If you don't have one... On your per, like your personal moves, we can find another one. I am going to have you make a move where you roll spirit. Spirit. All right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So you roll 2d6 and add your spirit. One. <laughs> Ten. Oh, yeah. perfect. So this is a flawless success. Yes. So you are summoning up your ghostly powers to close this portal. What mm-hmm. does that look like? Uh, 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 okay. Uh, so another one of the things that I died with is a little pocket knife. And so, uh, how many of you guys have read The Golden Compass? I've heard uh, of it. I've read The Golden okay, Compass. Okay, so there are all these portals to different worlds in The Golden Compass, right? And so there's something called the subtle knife that uh, cuts through walls in between spiritual universes. And the only way to close them is for the wielder of the subtle knife to be able to just pinch with his hands every, every portal closed. So all I'm doing is just folding and kind of sewing it with some <laughs> spirit, uh, uh, spirit thread and right. very – Definitely tied because, of course, I know how to sew. I'm a hipster piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it just finished up and, like, a little hand is kind of cr- uh, uh, kind Yeah, there of are, like, cracking. eyes and, like, hands. <laughs> get, 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 so, is there anything else? Anything else you need? You look you look tired. Yeah, uh, you know it's just uh, wizard, uh, wizard alderman stuff. Wizard alderman stuff. It's yeah. always wizard alderman stuff. Like you, it's not pretty. Like it's a pretty universal experience. It's not like wizards are more sad or less sad than other people. Well, look, I mean, I just I have a lot on my mind. All right, I. I've got people coming in here all day trying to open up portals all the time. No. You see how much trouble portals are, you right? Know, I really sympathize. You know what else? Uh, at least you're not dead. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you got me there. Yeah. Perspective, dude. Okay. Yeah. Well, well how, are, how are you doing? How are you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing good. Uh, it's like, you, you know that scene in Liar, Liar? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Famous movie from 1997. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, a great year for film. Yeah, it was... <laughs> It really was. Tomorrow never dies. Oh gosh, Home Alone three. Home Alone three. It was. It, it really was a solid year. But you know what? I, I sometimes I feel like I'm in the middle of liar liar, where I've learned my lesson. I'm just trying to really uh, uh, make amends for everything that I've ever done, and it, that's a, it feel, it's very empowering for me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you might say that it's as good as it gets. <laughs> also, another film from 1996. I wouldn't say that because that's stupid. 
No, I'm just kidding All with right, you. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah All yeah. right. So at this moment, you guys hear a scream too. Uh, <laughs> they hear a scream or two. <laughs> yes. As uh, kicking in the door is a Puerto Rican man with an unconscious woman in his arms. I need help! Oh. Uh, oh. Before we resolve that scene, that was a scene of intimacy between yeah. you guys. Yeah. So you get to read out loud for the audience your intimacy effects mm-hmm. uh, so that uh, people know exactly what to expect coming forward. Um, I'm going to say that this is probably the first uh, friendly interaction mm-hmm. that he's had like outside of business for a long time. Yeah, and it's unless it's of, at the fair, you know. Right. Well, that's just winter like now. customers. It's winter yeah. now, and mm-hmm. so he can't run the gift shop. So I'm going to say that it it changes how Wesley thinks of the spirit world a little bit. This this friendship with Davis. Great, great. And you have an intimacy power there. What what does do. what does intimacy do to you? Uh, find I think it, it uh, drama moves. There we drama go. Drama moves. Okay. Intimacy right there. All right. Decide whether you care about them or not. If you don't, they go about their business as normal. If you do, they take negative one ongoing to escape until they get some intimacy somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, you know, uh, I'm going to say that I do because I don't think Wesley has many friends. (laughs) All right. So if you need to escape in the immediate future, you're going to be in trouble. And uh, what does your intimacy do? My intimacy... uh... When I share a moment of intimacy, I hold one. Mm-hmm. So whenever they get into trouble, I can spend my hold to be there. What's a hold? Uh, so hold, that just means moving forward until okay. you use it. Okay. Uh, okay. So that you'll be able to give a plus one when you arrive on the scene. Uh, I'm nearly as psycho as, <laughs> as <laughs> wizard <laughs> stuff. Hey, man. That's hey, wizards. hey, man. Wizard Wh- stuff is rough. Wizards don't have many friends. Don't, very get, don't get close to wizards, <laughs> Don't, no, don't go. Please don't go. (laughs) They're going to ask you to, like, do weird wizard stuff with them all the time. And the thing is, like, so uh, as a specter, I always have the opening to escape, no matter what. Yeah. So So it's it's not, that's not, that's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a minus one. It's a minus one to your next escape I can choose an additional option off the list to bring someone with me. I like a friendship with a wizard automatically. Is a bad thing. It's a bad thing. (laughs) Um, so the, the, you see a Puerto Rican man who's about 5'2", but very, very buff, and his hair is on point. All right. He bursts in the room, looks around with, uh, his wild eyes that shimmer in the even dim light of your wizard apartment. Mm-hmm. I need some help here! She fell unconscious at a uh, different alderman's office! And you what? Uh, you came oh, wait, all the did way you here? go to the city alderman? Yeah, okay, I went to the yeah, city yeah, alderman. It's a common mistake. All right. You wanted the wizard alderman, I, uh, I'm assuming? I don't know. I don't know. I reached into her pocket. I pulled out some runes, and they yeah, said to come did. here. Yeah, you You wanted the wizard alderman. <laughs> all right. Uh, what ward are you in? All right. Uh, I'll, I'll check the map real quick, and I'll go over the map that I have. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and it's, it's just a huge parchment scroll. So Yeah, and uh, it, this uh, wizard maps have been gerrymandered to an insane oh, yeah. degree. <laughs> Whereas each yeah. all like each ward is a different maze that interlocks with another no. maze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like you go through and you do find. Um, yeah, I'm around. I'm you know we're here around Sacramento and Eastwood, but you know like it could 
It could be anywhere. It could be anywhere. (laughs) Uh, You you see that although Tomas is not in your ward, uh, Maximus is. Okay. So. All right. Uh, So it turns out I can help you. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Here. uh, Just uh, set her down on the couch over there. Um, What does your couch look like? uh, It's it's a huge uh, velvet, like, overstuffed... (laughs) Uh, couch with like mahogany arms and stuff. Is <laughs> that cool claw feet? It has claw feet. Yeah, holding Dude's crystal balls. He can't afford things. Got the finest. It nicest. came with the house. It came with the it house. It can't have all come with the house. You have no idea how much stuff came with this house. It's a wizard house. Yeah, I, I got it from another wizard. It's it's a long story. Uh, so he, you know, gently places her down on the couch, um, you know, is like, uh, rubbing his finger across her brow. Uh, do you have any abilities that might be able to help her? On uh, stick? I can teleport, <laughs> but I don't really know if I have any wizard, I don't have any spells that are oh, like... Oh, fuck! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right, so... Sorry. At this point, what do you do j- that just rouses her back to consciousness? Okay, I'm trying to find something that doesn't... Okay, so I guess <laughs> I, I, if I do let it out, that says let out the power within you. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't necessarily have to be... So, yes, uh, if you succeed fully on let it out, your powers and abilities manifest in an unusually, uh, unexpectedly useful way. Uh, you will still mark corruption. For I have the conduit that Ooh. can advance let it out. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. All right. So that can would, I help him with yeah, it? Yeah, you can absolutely do that. Uh, you f- right. would find it easier to use magic. This will set you further down the trail Uh-oh. to corruption. Oh, but yeah, you. Oh can... wait, there's lend a hand or get in the way. Oh yeah, you can also lend a hand or get in the way. What does that mean? Uh, so lending a hand uh, or and getting in the way basically gives uh, people bonuses to things that they do. Um, oh, but okay. I, I could see uh, lending a hand to just be you know helping her wake up. All right, well, I'll do that. Uh, okay. So I'll roll with their faction. On a hit, give them a plus one or minus two to their roll. Uh, so I believe That's a choice. That, yeah, I believe uh, the Maximus faction is not going to affect negatively or positively anything that you're doing yeah. because you don't have negative feelings towards them. And, and power. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I have a two to power. Gra- oh great. So yeah, there we go. All right. So I'll try roll to roll two dice. Yeah. Roll two dice. Yep. All right. Roll two dice plus two. All right. Hey, that's 12. That's perfect. All right. What does Wesley's, like, ritual or spell look like? Uh, Well, so I have a focus thing. Uh, I don't really know if that uh, means anything, but it's a a (laughs) mystical thing that's supposed to help with, like, spells or something. What does Uh, it look like? So it's an amulet that's around my neck, and it looks like a cheap piece of jewelry Mm because I got it from the – I bought it from the Bristol Renfair gift shop that I – Work at, but I just happened to notice that it actually is. <laughs> oh, this is actually magic, right? <laughs> it actually is a relic. Uh, it's the sapphire of Palmyra. I don't know how it ended up in the Bristol Renfair gift shop, but I bought it for thirty-eight cents, and uh, I uh, I clutch it in my hands, put a hand on Maximus's forehead, and. And like, it some incantations. glows with the blue of the sapphire yeah. in your palm. Uh, Ali, uh, Maximus is sort of roused back to life, uh, feeling like a pleasant, warm glow bathed in a uh, blue light that smells vaguely of mint oh. and sage. Lovely. 
and I wake up and I, I look at Wesley and I go, the man with no legs. What? The man with no legs. No, no, I've, I've, I have two legs right here. It's. I think she's talking about your chicken legs. Someone's been skipping leg day. Am I right? Okay. I'm an ectomorph. What the hell? (laughs) Every time. (laughs) No, you've got to listen to me. Okay. I can tell that your spirit is being clouded by something dark and it's going to take away your legs. It could be a metaphorical taking away of legs, or it could be a physical removal of your actual legs. Oh, my God. All I know is that the path you're going on now is not the path for you. You have to trust her. She has the sight. Oh, well, I am a wizard, so this sounds very believable. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. I just, I don't know. I don't know what that means or what, or how that applies to you, but just things could go really good or really bad, and either way... I think I know what you mean. You might lose your legs. Just oh. a heads up. I, I think I know what you mean, and I think it's probably of the physical removal of my legs or okay. breaking of my legs. Okay, well, maybe you should do some squats, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it doesn't work, so. <laughs> that one was pretty, I like that one. Okay, yeah. sweet, cool. So who are you? Hi, I'm Maximus. I'm sorry, I was at the alderman's office, and then I passed out because yeah. I, like, summoned a dark force within me. Yeah. You know. Oh, uh, wait, so you were at the city right? alderman? The yeah. city government? Ah, yeah. common uh, mistake. All right, okay. so uh, if you look at this map over here, and I just, like, unscroll the huge <laughs> parchment. Uh, so uh, Tomas told me that you're in Avondale here, which uh, this is super gerrymandered, I'm sorry, but that's in my uh, mystical ward. So you wanted the mystical wizard alderman. Uh, that's me, uh, uh, Wesley Mullins Magnificent. Uh, so I'm your... You're alderman of the mystical 33rd ward, not the regular 33rd ward. So, okay. Yeah. If you have any trouble in the future, just keep that in mind. This is, this is my office. Uh, welcome. Oh, thank you. I, I've been having a vision that maybe you can help me. Okay. Uh, and I'll, I'll sit down at the desk and I'll, I'll get like a pad of paper and, and stuff. There's no computer here. Uh, I'm a wizard. So. There's- Meanwhile, me and Tomas are just like, I'm letting him put his hand through me because he's just having so much fun. <laughs> Whoa, it's so weird. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? It's uh, pretty sweet. <laughs> There's going to be something terrible happening in Grant Park. Oh, it's going okay. to be the locus of some evil coming to the city that could wipe everyone and everything oh. out. Oh. It's a much like the film The Relic, 1997. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's another great I also know what that is. Yeah. That, that also happened near Grant Park. And it could destroy the city like Volcano, <laughs> 1997. Right. We got that. We could all die in terrible ways, like in The Cube. Also, a movie 1997. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys have that 1997 Netflix app? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Movies from 1997. Well, it's weird. It's weird that you mentioned that though, because like something, I don't know. I we deal with weird stuff, but there's, I don't know. There was a. Uh, kind of strange dude coming to my shop earlier today. What? Yeah. Big t- Paul Thomas Anderson fan. Hmm. Big Paul Thomas strange Anderson came fan. here too. Yeah. What? What? What did he? What was his favorite director? Oh well, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't really. Uh, he didn't really get into. He didn't it. say, huh? Very uh, strange. But uh, he did want me to 
uh, bypass some paperwork so we could open some portals to hell. Oh, man. What? what? We already have a few portals to what? hell in this city, but what? they're fully licensed. That sounds they're... unreasonable. All right, no, it's just so merchants from hell no, do business no, with each other. I don't they like don't this. hang out here. They're fully licensed, but he wanted unlicensed portals to hell. Unlicensed. Now, now that's portal. something we can't have. All right, but his name was Kazoodle. Uh, he looked like, you know, a cartoon Oh, Kazoodle of the Mountain? <laughs> Kazoodle of the Mountain. Yeah, what's he doing here? How do you all know this shit? I don't know, but that's... It's I, like, I, no I should... one knows what mountain. He just keeps on saying yeah, it. I know. Oh, There's God. no mountains near here. It's like Mount Pleasant. You know, where is that? Okay, oh. hold on, everybody. I'm going to figure someone out. I'm going to uh. figure Wesley out. <laughs> all right, so to do that, you roll 2d6, and uh, you get to ask from a list of questions. Ooh! Twelve. Wow. Anna had a mind. <laughs> okay. Uh oh. So the most knowing. It says on a hit hold two. On a seven and nine. Okay, so on a hit is that. That's a hit. Yeah. Limit hold two. So that means you can use ask two of those questions. Okay, I'm gonna ask two of these questions. Let's see. What does your character hope to get from Kazoodle? To not harm me and to leave the city alone and not find out that I spent the money he gave me. Okay. All right. And then what does your character worry might happen? What does Wesley worry might happen? Uh, that people will find out that I took the money and it will ruin my career. Okay. So, Wesley. Uh, y- y- yeah. Seems like next year could be a very important year for you. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's the magistrate election. Uh, that's the mayor for wizards, in case. Uh, okay, no, we know. We know. <laughs> All right, okay. Listen, I know. I just. I don't know a lot about wizard wizards. problems. Are just wizard problems. They've no, all read Harry Potter. Okay? I'm, I'm just learning about wizards right now, but I'm already done with it. Okay. Well, look, I'm <laughs> so. I'm in the selection. That's the wizard primary, and uh, it could be a big year for me. You know. It's, uh, I really want what's best for the city. Um, I am in your ward, by the way. I think, uh, uh, you know, so here you just take my campaign literature here. And, uh, I've got another scroll of parchment, with a bunch of, like <laughs> stuff in a gothic script and a, like crude woodcut of my face. Yes. <laughs> you can just pass it out to your neighbors. Uh, well, Wait, he also has one of those campaign signs, but for wizards, it's like a bone skull with like a bunch of baubles hanging off of it. Yeah. So this look, just stick that in yeah, your yard. This looks much less menacing to people with magical powers. <laughs> trust me. Yeah, I live in Avondale, dude. There's a lot of like Santeria going on in that oh, neighborhood. Okay. I'm not just sticking stuff in my lawn. All I don't right. know. Well, uh, keep it in your house but- uh, for for good luck. For, for you and for myself, for my campaign. But if there's people trying to build more portals to hell, I think we I need to get in front of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. If there's there's anything that you can do to help. Listen, uh, I, uh, uh, I, I, I got no dog in this fight. I've got a pretty good setup, but I feel like this might be something that might be cornering on my market, my black market movie market. So I've got... I've got this whole army of ghosts. They're threatening to unionize a little bit. Uh, so I was, I can go with a couple of guys, check some stuff out, try and gather some information on the, on the dark web and come back here with as much information as I can, but I can do it if you look the other way. Well, trying to break uh, some strikes. I do. I am, you know, I'm very pro spectral union. 
All right, I've built my whole Listen, my whole career on. on I know, that. I know, and I'm not. Are telling- you pro spectral union? You hate ghosts. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think he's just pro the idea of unions. Pro, okay. pro, pro, pro unions, pro unions. I know you are, and above board, you don't need to say anything. You just need to look the other way when I hire hire some uh, some non union staff uh, forever, and by that I mean I'm- kill them. Okay, well, I don't have any jurisdiction in that anyway. So you know, what you're I doing am... right now is calling in some debt. Yeah, yeah, I'm calling in debt. Or you're asking to make a debt. Yes. All right, this I I keep getting deeper and deeper in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, well he, he already did... owes me a debt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is another debt that he he now owes oh, you two? on top of the original oh, debt. I thought yeah. I was just cashing on the one I already had. Yeah, oh, I guess you could yeah, do it that way. Yeah. So yeah, you'll yeah. cash in the debt. Uh so now you do have the option of trying to get out of this debt and weasel out if you would like by refusing to honor a debt. Uh on a good roll, you can get away scot free and not have to do this. Yeah. On a bad yeah, roll, on a bad roll, it could I could owe them an additional debt, lose face for their affection or mark corruption. And uh you know what? I guess I'm going to have to honor this debt. And have to look the other way with this spectral organized crime <laughs> strike breaking. <laughs> well, you know, this goes completely against all of my principles, but... Listen, wizard problems are everybody problems, You, you did close my portal. Yep. And uh, that will make the ward safer, so uh, that's how I'll justify it to myself. All right, all right. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but we'll be back next week with more Urban Shadows. In the meantime, be sure to check out Campaign on Wednesday and the premiere of Modifier on Thursday. Remember, you can get your free print-and-play copy of Noisy Person Cards at paracosmpress.com slash npc. That's p-a-r-a-c-o-s-m press dot com slash npc. One Shot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser in Chicago looking to reach an engaged audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find a new podcast, be sure to check out Match 3. Exploring the cultural context of video games with Kotaku reporter Patrick Klepek, freelance writer Jita Jackson, and middle school teacher Sam Phillips. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. One Shot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! A casual-